Hi, welcome to the Drive by Brian podcast. Let me your ears and listen to me and my guests as we drive around uncovering their personal stories. The saying goes, everyone and everything around is your teacher. So join me on this ride and let's see where it leads us. Thank you for accepting me in your room. Uh, most people obviously pay for the pleasure to come and see you and you said yes, so... Um, Thank you for coming. No, that's completely yeah. fine. Um, what I want to touch bases on is the question of what is a psychotherapist? Because most people know the term, but they don't know what it involves. So should we start with that? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I mean, it's a, it's, it's a good question. I think that the, if you break down the word, what it means is someone who attends to psyche. And psyche means soul, really. Okay. Or m- people call it mind as well nowadays. But, yeah. but, if you st- but psyche, um, a psychotherapist is someone who, pe- who pays attention to matters of psyche. Um, that's probably where I'd start with it. Okay. Um, I was going through your blog. Uh-huh. And I was just having a general read. And I came across the term... Peter Pan syndrome. Oh, right. And it actually caught my eye because of just the name. Yes. And even if anybody else heard it, they would kind of, you know, turn an eye and say, what, what's that about? Could you explain? Um, I can have a go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. So the Peter Pan syndrome is a term that um, is used to describe people who don't grow up, really. Okay and people who get stuck in a kind of adolescence. So a lot of people, or maybe not a lot of people, but certain kinds of people can go through what would technically be adolescence, so teenage years. Yeah. But instead of maturing into something beyond that, they get kind of stuck. And they, so they age, they're in their 20s or 30s or maybe even 40s or, right. or maybe older. Yeah but they don't acquire some of the more grounded qualities that come from aging and maturing. Right. And Peter Pan, if you think of the Disney film, yeah. um, then in that film, Peter Pan just wants to hang out with the Lost Boys yeah. and have skirmishes and this kind of thing. And he doesn't age, as we yeah. say, but he also doesn't have a shadow right or his shadow isn't connected to him do you know I've never seen the film weirdly enough (laughs) I I can't remember it but okay and what happens is that Wendy stitches his shadow back to him right and so that's kind of interesting because if you look at ideas which come from Jungian psychotherapy so Carl Jung's work right Carl Jung was interested in the bits of our personalities and psyches that we tend to ignore. And he, Jung, described that way of us ignoring them as us putting them in our shadow, leaving things in our shadow. So we have these parts of us that we, we avoid and ignore, which are in the shadow, but which are nonetheless sort of active, and they make us behave in ways that are a bit destructive. Would you say it's more suppressing? That kind of thing, yes. Okay. I mean, the words are tricky because they all become quite, they're all quite technical. 
right. know, you talk about suppressing or repressing or unconscious or conscious or right. shadow. But they're, quite, they're, they're all quite technical words. And it, if you had another psychotherapist here, they'd probably say, well, hold on, not sure if you got that right. But yeah, seeing as it's just me, you've got... <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's different people's perspectives. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Uh, but that, so, so the Peter Pan syndrome, I think I was writing there about the kinds of problems that you can have in relationships with certain types of people who they're very good at falling in love, they're very good at being charming, they're very good at being very attractive mm. and they bring a lot of energy yeah. and excitement and you feel very energized being in their company. But it's not really a sustainable way of relating. Yeah, I guess it kind of burns out at some point. Or it might burn you out yeah. because you you'd be you would expect your partner to sort of slow down, settle down, and for the relationship to get into a different kind of rhythm. Yeah. Whereas the Peter Pan type figure will just continually be hunting out that more high end excitement. Yeah. And it, it can also, I think, be linked to addiction, oh. where people get caught up in chasing highs and in doing things that you know, create unmanageability and sort of self-destructive tendencies. Okay, that's very interesting. That's mm. uh, more depth to it than I thought it would be, really. Oh, well, you see, I sit in this little room <laughs> and I think about these things. No, I've just been waiting for someone to come along no, and ask you the question. <laughs> yeah. um, I um, came across, actually, a book I'm meaning to read called Man Searching for Meaning. Right. And there's a quote in the book saying, the meaning of life is to help others find meaning in their lives. Uh, do you have any thoughts on that? Uh, I have read the book. That's Viktor Frankl, isn't it? That's correct. I, yes. I, I read it a long time ago, so I can't speak with any authority on it. Yeah. But he, I think it's it's written after he's come out of the concentration camps. Right. And he is talking, as you say, about the the, the need we have to find meaning in our lives. Yes. Um, but after that, I can't really comment. So your question is... Is uh, the actual quote itself. Yeah. Um, would you, I, I guess, within your career, Yeah. within what you do here, I believe that's what you do. You kind of help people find meaning in terms of traumas that they've been through? Or well, I, I think like that, yes. So a lot of people will come and see me and they, or will, you know, contact me, and they'll have a... Uh, they'll have their mind focused on a very specific problem. Yeah. They'll say that I'm anxious and they want someone to get rid of the anxiety, a bit like I've got a magic wand, <laughs> which I don't have. Uh, and they, what I'm interested in is seeing if it's possible to understand more about where this anxiety has come from and what it might relate to. Right. I tend to think that if people become anxious, there's a reason for that. Now, they might not be that clear about what that reason is at the moment. Yeah. This anxiety might be like a warning light telling them that a bit of their life needs attention or change or development or whatever. Okay. And they come along to me. And if, if things go well, we might be able to have some conversations that help to throw some light yeah. on what it is that um, is generating the anxiety. Uh, and like I said, it goes back to the quote, you are helping them find their way through their lives. I mean, it's, mm. like you said, it's not a magic wand, but it's it's a start or a, uh, you know, like a, um, 
a method of taking away something that they can kind of put into context. It's helping people become more interested in the things that happen to them. So a lot of people will just want the symptom, let's call it, yeah. the anxiety, to be got rid of. Whereas I tend to think that that might happen, yes. but it might be that it would be more helpful to find out a bit more about who you are and what the anxiety relates to. Okay. That does take... Do you want me to turn that off? Mm, no, that would be completely fine. Okay. Should, yeah, that should be fine. Um, this takes me back, takes me to your career path. Have you always been interested? So I read that you were uh, 20 years experience. Yes, I have always been interested. Um, I've been, I haven't been in this cabin for, for 20 years. I've been here <laughs> about eight years. Okay. Before that, I was in another one, <laughs> um, and I was there for about eight years. And before that, I used to rent a room in Little Chalfont, and before that, I worked in the NHS. Oh, okay. Um, so I've been doing this for, a, for, a, for about 20 years, and the thing, I suppose, that led me into it from the beginning was there were questions I found that occupied me about myself right. that... I found I just had to pursue a bit further. And the more I pulled at these threads about myself, yes. the more it took me deeper into this world. And after having done that for quite a long time, I decided that maybe I should train in this myself, seeing as I seem to be so interested. Yeah. And that, that became the basis of of where we are now. So, like a natural path of just curiosity and... Yeah, well, you, not just curiosity, un yeah. unhappiness as well, yeah, and, yeah. you know, some complications. But yeah. but certainly, I've found that if I, if I have a... If something c occurs to me, I tend to want to know a bit about it. Yeah. A lot of people seem to be good at just ignoring them. Mm -hmm. You know, something occurs, they have bad dreams, or they stop sleeping or they develop a, a little tick or a phobia or an obsession right. and they tend to ignore it for a long long time yeah. whereas i'm just not like that if if i if if i start doing these things i want i tend to to want to know a bit about what they're about okay that, that, that's um interesting because i take it let's say you're hosting a party or one of your family members a gathering do you tend to have people come to you and kind of knowing your profession, asking you questions or, or pulling you aside and just saying, oh, Toby, can you just have a word? Well, it does appear that, that being a psychotherapist makes you seem interesting to <laughs> other people. Yeah. But, um, and I am, I mean, I am interested in people, but I can really only do the work I do in my, in my room, I yeah, would say. Sure. You know, it, it, it really only works in... Um, that in the kind of framework that a psychotherapy relationship and session is, but but yes, I mean I am always kind of looking to see how certain things work, or, or something will occur to me about the way I don't know people relate to each other, and I yeah. will be interested in that yeah, in a way that other people I, might I think not. Be. Obviously, within your line of work, you can't just turn off as soon as you walk out this room. You you take some of it away. Um, yes. I have a friend who works as a works in mental health. Right. And I had a conversation with him and he mentioned he works in a team but he also has a team that looks after him and his own well-being. Um 
in your world, I take it you're kind of alone. Is there anybody that comes and speaks to you, or do you speak to anybody else? I speak to other people. Yes. So it's. I think it's very important to have a to to have really good people around you. Yes. Because you never know that what kind of problem or complication you might meet. So I have a, a, a really good supervisor okay. um, that I go and see. You know, I have colleagues from the past. Yes. And it's very important, I would say, to have people around you that you can go and sh share your woes, yes. worries, and your successes with. Which, I, which mm. I, I guess everybody would need to, you know, vent out, I suppose. Um, when does it become natural for somebody to think I need to go see a psychotherapist or is it just a you did mention it could be just a tick or it's an interesting or, thing yeah. yeah it's interesting because often what will happen is someone will contact me say today yeah and then I won't hear from them for maybe 18 months wow and then they'll contact me again and say oh I don't know if you remember but we spoke and I might not remember that we yeah. did speak but yeah we we then might meet i tend to think that if there's a if people want to come and see me or or come and um keep coming to see me yeah it's not exactly about things i'm doing it's more about something in them that as it were recognizes some attention is required yeah and i guess they can kind of refer back and say oh Actually, they felt a certain way, walked away, and then I guess the depth of the problem was still there, and then they can refer back to you, or just coming back to you. Naturally. Well, yeah, because I think I think we tend to live with the same kinds of problems in our lives, don't we? And yeah. and at various times we do better with them, and at other times they're kind of hard to solve. Um, so. It's, it's hard to know. So there will be someone who will be quite maybe quick that something will happen to them, maybe something that some bad news, they might be made redundant, they, they, there might be a death, yes. um, there might be a, a traumatic accident or you know, all manner of things. Yeah. Somebody might be ill, who knows? And they may recognize they need to talk and to talk in a confidential place yes. and that's my, that might bring them to me but with other people it's it can take a lot longer it's it's very hard to know I, I tend to just keep working and keep writing and blogging and yeah and doing the things I do and between all of that I, I seem to attract a, a certain kind of interest from people no, that's, that's, that's pretty good I mean do you have a demographic of people that do come and see you? Because I'm interested as a, I'm a black man from Africa. I came here in 1995, so I was quite a young boy. And the general stigma about African fam uh, households and such, you don't speak about your problems. You have to play the, you know, the tough character as such. Um, when I say demographic, do you have do you see a pattern of certain people that come and see you, or is it matters of people? Uh, no, no, I, I, I definitely do. So first of all, I only work with adults, so people right. over the age of eighteen. Yeah. And I only work one to one, so okay. I don't see couples, for example. Yeah. Um, 
most people I would say are white uh, men or women yeah um, roughly speaking between you know 25 and 75 yeah so pretty broad I think in the last year or so that has changed a bit okay so I've had more of, of, of more Asian people coming to see me okay. um, I mean Wickham has a big Asian population and yeah it's very mixed there's a lot of um, Caribbean a lot of Caribbean and yeah. and I a bit of that has come my way but it's I'd like to, I'd like to think I, I could do I could I don't know I don't know I don't know why it is but yeah. it tends to be more white than Caribbean at the moment I mean as I don't know how many people are going to be listening to this do you would you have a message just to say feel free just to you know try it out if you think you need it uh, in that type of community absolutely I mean no no I mean I mean I, I, I welcome all all inquiries yeah I mean they shouldn't have a stigma to say no 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 I need help every now and then you know? um no I mean I think if uh, I mean I'm very interested in the things that can make life difficult you know I think we spend a lot of time trying to project an idea of success yes and in South Bucks in particular it's very uh, affluent society very yeah. successful society that's correct, yes. and I don't think that's that reflects my experience of living yeah and so I'm I'm anyone who finds themselves grappling with a problem or being kept awake at night with a worry yeah. I'd be interested to talk to nice. I'm gonna get a bit personal. Okay. Just ask about what are your your dreams? Um, My dr what you can share. What, what, what do you want for yourself, or do you feel you've already accomplished? Oh yeah, you are in life. Okay. Uh, so you mean like in terms of my ambition? Yes. Well, uh, I write, as you know, because you've had a look at some of the website stuff. Yes. I'd like to get a book out that describes a bit more about what I've been up to right. for the last 20 years. Okay. I think I've been able to do a lot of work and I've been you know, lucky and also kind of quite determined. And a book would be, I suppose, an ambition for me. Yeah. I'd like to communicate what's been going on here to a wider audience. So yeah. for example, in South Bucks, there's um, a big emphasis on cognitive behavioural therapy. Yes. And if you, it seems to me rather regrettable. I mean, cognitive behavioural therapy can be good for people, no doubt about that. Yeah. But it's not necessarily a therapy that aims at looking at the causes of problems, or the depth of a problem, uh, which is what I'm interested in. Okay. And I think it's a shame that we seem to be living in a kind of culture that doesn't pay so much attention to the depth of people's problems. The root of the cause. Yeah, because I think the more you can get involved with the root, yes. the more not only you can, you know, maybe get engaged in some real transformation, right. but transformation about how we live and how, we, how our futures might live, yeah. which is what I'm really interested in. Okay. I'm interested in how, you know, someone turns out they've got a problem and they obviously they want that problem solved 
but I tend to think that that problem is might have all kinds of potential to actually help you organize your life in a more constructive nourishing kind of way yeah okay so ambitions a book more communication I mean, it's great that you contacted me look here I am doing a podcast uh, to be honest with you I did contact you first time round, and then Somehow the universe came back to me, and I thought. I wonder what that was. That I, I have no idea, to be honest. <laughs> I do have a um, a quote of my own that I've come across. It's all about um, not running away from your problems mm-hmm. and not really chasing for pure happiness or that that illusion of happiness. It's more about being present mm-hmm. in the moment. Yeah, um, and that's really helped me a lot in my life. Um, what would you say on that? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm interested in what it is that got you back here now, because that, that seems an interesting thing, doesn't it? That, you, you know, that you'd been in touch a year ago or whatever, and then, yeah. and then I the mean, universe brought it back now. I mean, with this podcast, I suppose I'm fulfilling myself, mm-hmm. and me conducting this interview is kind of therapy for me, and, and I hope somebody out there listens to what you've said or what I've said and kind of gets uh, feedback and you know they can get some sort of closure on whatever they're going through. Yeah or just maybe interest to get involved. Correct, yes. Yeah because I'm never sure about closure as I mean like you yeah, know yeah. whether things I tend to think that you know things don't really end you know, if you like, for example, if you have a love affair or something and it, yeah. and it ends, you still remember that person. Right. These things carry on, don't they? Or yeah. if you lose someone in your life or, or you change your job, you still remember and retain a lot of those relationships oh, yeah. in your mind. Yeah. So I'm never too sure about what, what, what closure means for us, but I do think that you can live better. Yeah. That's nice. Um, as I, I don't want to take too much of your time, as like I said in the beginning, um, just as we draw this to a close, do you have any questions for me at all? That was the only one. What are we going to do to really spread this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> um, I am all up for helping in any way, shape, or form I can. Mm. Um, initially, this podcast was meant to be started with some friends, and knowing my character, I just thought, let me get it going. Right. And then they can join me along the path because I have a real drive to start something. And then I think it helps getting other people involved because I know I've done as much as I can. Uh, rather than if I was to wait for somebody else to do that thing, then I'd kind of not start it at all. And to spread this podcast and to spread your blogs and hopefully in the future, if you get that book, mm-hmm. um, yeah, we'll just start from here and we'll get this voice, this sound out there. You Well, well great. And um, yeah, I'll kind of put your notes in there. I mean, and if you want to come back and have another conversation sometime, that you'll be welcome. Brilliant, if you're. We'll come back for more therapy. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Thank you, Toby, anyway. Pleasure. And have a good evening. You too. Take care.